The thoughts and opinions expressed during this podcast do not necessarily represent the thoughts and opinions of those expressing them. So you hate right. you hate John Favreau. Yeah, that's that's a whole other separate ordeal. You know what I love? Mm-hmm. Netflix. You know my favorite thing to watch on Netflix? Tiger King. Nah, that's my second favorite. First favorite? Cat. Rewatching episodes of The Office. Uh, who doesn't? How many times? I love The Office. I, I'm sad that it's going to be coming off Netflix because I love Netflix and that's been a huge staple for me. All right. So who do you think your favorite character is? My favorite character is hands down Jim. I am Jim. It's just not as attractive, not as funny, not as good looking, not as uh, anything well, as Jim. Not many, I don't make as much money as Jim. Not many people would admit to, uh, to Jim being their favorite character, even if he was. That's because it's why. such a simpleton answer. Okay. Well, I'm, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That actually makes a ton of sense. <laughs> no, I mean, but uh, there's things I love about a lot of characters. All right. So Jim's your, Jim's your favorite character. Do yeah. you have, um, do you have a cameo, like a favorite cameo, like a Todd Packer, like recurring role type? That is a cringeworthy guy. I don't like Todd Packer. So well, Todd Packer's an asshole. Yeah, that's for sure. He's a really terrible human. Um, I guess you don't consider like Jan a recurring character. She was pretty much a staple character the first four or five seasons, right? Four or five, yeah, yeah. But I mean, she's very cringeworthy in her own way. There's a lot of a lot of different things that I dislike about a lot of characters in that show. Jane's pretty cringeworthy, that's for sure. I think my favorite character, Serenity by Jan. <laughs> the biggest the biggest move of hers was having that baby implanted into her while she was with Michael. Oh yeah, terrible person. I mean, wow, that's a shitty thing to I do. I mean, when you go through it, there's a lot of terrible. There's a lot of terrible people. That do terrible things, but that's what you know. That's what makes good TV. That's what makes good characters. Yeah. Uh, Even Michael Scott, in his own way, was a terrible person. Well, see, this is where I'll get off the boat. I couldn't him. stand him for the entire first, maybe even first three seasons. Well, the first three seasons, he was he was pretty self-absorbed, uh, you know, selfish, right. self-centered. Really, only cared about himself and his own ambitions. As the care as the series and the characters grew, he turned into a friend, better boss, started to care about more things that were uh Did he though? Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, one thousand percent. Okay. Because he's the sole reason that in like season six or seven that uh David Wallace didn't promote Jim sooner because he was talking down Jim. Well, everyone has everyone has their uh Everyone has their flaws, but eventually Jim got that job because Michael went back and fixed it. Because in the later, yeah. in later, Michael shouldn't have had to do in that. the later Michael seasons, should... even in the beginning seasons, Good Michael would make mistakes. Things. Michael Scott would make mistakes based on his self-centeredness, but he would, for the most part, go back and fix it because he had a, a bearing on right and wrong. The guy couldn't even sign paperwork. No, he might not have been a good boss, and he might. have Stunk, might, but he had a 
he had a difference between he had a bearing between right and wrong and knew when he crossed a line and would make the effort to fix it. You know who didn't do that? Who is undoubtedly the most cringeworthy character in the series is Andy Bernard. That's debatable. Welcome back to That's Debatable. What's How's the Office theme music go? That's without a doubt. We'll edit us out. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you can buy that on iTunes or something. <laughs> yeah, I have Great. twice. Look, Andy Bernard, Andy Bernard is the from. He got worse. I mean, he got by the end, he was unbearable, but pretty much from the get go. Most cringeworthy character on the show. All right, let's start with him from the get go. He had a bit of a an anger issue. He was in Stanford. He, he had to literally transport himself from Connecticut down to Pennsylvania. Yeah, so did Karen and so did the. Yeah. Breastfeeding lady and the fat dude that and left. The big fat guy that <laughs> left right away. And so did Jim. So, you know, people get transferred yeah. in jobs. They didn't lose their job. They got to keep their job. So yeah, what? You're so, right. You're oh, absolutely right. Oh, because you can't handle your anger, then you get to flip out. If Jim just put your stapler yeah. in a in some jello, and you what you're gonna kick down a wall and be a freaking prima donna about the whole thing? No, his anger issues are the least of our troubles. They're annoying yeah, and they're right. obnoxious. It's not cringeworthy at all. <laughs> no, it's pretty cringeworthy. It's not. It's pretty Creed, Creed is more cringeworthy. What I found doing, I really thought I could say one person over another is more cringeworthy. But I've heard so many goddamn answers about how shitbaggy every single person on this show is. That nobody is any more cringeworthy than the other. You're bananas. I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't think that you are understanding the, the idea of what cringeworthy is, like, okay. The Creed Bratton as a person yeah. in that show, is legitimately a criminal. He's an actual criminal. So if he were placed next to you in real life and you had to deal with I'm him on cringe. a day to day basis, then yeah, he's he's. He sucks to deal with, but yeah. in terms of he eats beans in terms of every day watching him, they smell. In terms of watching him on camera, and the way that he interacts and the uh, jokes that are coming across to you on the other side of the screen, when when he performs and does his thing, you don't cringe, you laugh. You can sure you okay. can retroactively go back to all of these characters and go, holy if- shit, you're a terrible person. And that's a terrible if thing that's to do. The case, if you want to go with my on-screen reaction, then 
Toby's far more cringeworthy. Toby's fucking Toby is the is the <laughs> most deadpan like funniest person on the show. Everything he does is cringeworthy. He touches Pam on the thigh and then jumps and hurdles a fence. That the touching that's cringe. Touching Pam on the thigh that. is the is an is the intentional cringeworthy move by Toby. And they built mm-hmm. that in, like the Michael Scott stuff. They built it in. That's cringeworthy. But then sure. they followed up with, yeah, he jumps over the fence, and you laugh about it and go, okay, I laugh about that. You, t- The Andy Bernard stuff. Andy Bernard All right. like develops into this character that within the framework of the show in the episodes, what he's doing is not the joke. It's just his character, and he just becomes this piece of shit. Like, he's just a fucking bad guy. He's a bad Sorry, when person. he becomes when he becomes the manager and gets everybody to tattoo the nard they end up tattooing the nard dog on his ass the whole time they love him as they all loved him as a manager no, they they loved they him. propped him up in that episode as a manager so that he could do the job before that entire episode until he got the tattoo he was a whiny little bitch that like he always is in every episode no he's he was a just whiny nervous little that they were all pulling their boy. shit and he's like he goes, oh, is it, is it just me or is there a little bit more hustle and bustle going on around here? No. That place has never been that way. He, he, he was given an assignment by Robert were. California to double the production. And he didn't think he could do it. So he came up with a shitty promotion to give people points and they could win stupid prizes. And then Jim outsmarted him like he does all the time, pulled the points and made him get the freaking thing. Made him get the tattoo. Before that, he was whining and crying that they weren't going to be able to meet production and I'm not going to be able to do my job because I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I can't do it. And a couple episodes later. It's like, Andy, Jesus Christ, you pussy. Like, you you whiny little bitch. Just do the job. He is a whiny little bitch. He is a pussy. But he's not cringeworthy the way you say he is. That, the way that he acts, Throughout those episodes, Jim's a pussy is, and a whiny little right, exactly. Time. But the way that Jim acts versus the way that Andy acts in those episodes is not cringeworthy. Like you watch Andy doing that, and you're like, "Why are you fucking crying? Why is this guy crying?" All right, that's that goes into his history, his family, his dad. I don't care about his history, his family, his dad. dad. So his history. Let me give you a couple. Let me let me just. Before, I won't even go chronological. Let me just no, no, throw no, no. you Hold some of the worst shit that Andy does. You watch him on screen. You go, number one, he leaves his girlfriend to sail a boat with his drunk booze filled pill popping brother, brother and then leaves for three months and lies to his boss about leaving his job. Doesn't email Josh his girlfriend Groban. like the, that whole scene. Josh Groban, who is great. Actually, he's a good cameo. <laughs> pick. He's funny. He's a great cameo. <laughs> multiple episodes, multiple scenes. Like that's, yeah, that's I, kudos like he's an Josh example Groban of playing a, a prima donna, entitled douchebag but you laugh about it yeah andy bernard is a prima donna entitled douchebag and the whole time i want to punch him in the face i'm not laughing at you i hate you he's got anger issues he He refuses so and then he wants people to like him all he wants i don't care if you want people to like you doesn't give you the it doesn't mean you can act the way you act and then the way that comes across is you're just so, so I'll I'll ugh. give you. He loses his mind and gets shitty after he he finds out the family's selling the boat. They're poor. He wants to take the boat wherever. He loses mind. He goes three months, whatever. All that doesn't 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 text or call Aaron, whatever. Yeah, cringeworthy. Then lies about. It. Then he comes back and then he gets. That's not any more cringeworthy than Meredith selling her body for steak. Bullshit. 
don't tell me that when she came out and said that you didn't laugh at the joke. You laughed. Cr- I cringed. No, you didn't. You I thought it was funny. It. Listen, we can dial this tape back and listen to the things that you have just said in the past two hours, and you, you're you not in the category All of... All of it's cringe. I it's laugh not. at cringeworthy things. I don't but know. That, then it's not yeah, cringeworthy. Then it's not, it's not cringeworthy. You're talking about watching something on the screen and going, ugh. You're not laughing. You're going, ugh. Like when Andy refuses to help Nelly. If that's the case, the most cringeworthy person is Angela because I don't laugh at a goddamn thing she ever does. Yeah, Angela's just kind of there. She's a bad person. She had that humongous, gigantic baby. She could be in the running for cringeworthy, but she doesn't have enough screen time. Another example, Nelly. Screen time is actually a hindrance to Nelly because you're talking cringes per minute. Nelly tries to adapt, adopt a baby, and get her life back. God, I want to cringe every time I see that little. Nelly's not very funny either, but Andy Bernard refuses to help her. Cringeworthy. You're a bad person. You're being terrible. You're shitty. And speaking of Angela, Andy Bernard's whole. Whole existence with Angela in the in those earlier seasons, that whole thing is cringeworthy. When he's getting played by Angela and he's being a whiny little bitch again, and he's getting cheated no, he on. Was, the whole you time. can't call a man that's getting cheated on and a whiny little bitch. The yes, I can. He's being he a cares coward. about he's her. Being a tiny. Little... He cares about. No, he doesn't her. care about her. He cares about yes, the. He, he cares about the image of him and her together because he wants to get married to say to say I'm married. That's it. He doesn't love her. He doesn't love anything except for himself. He's a self-righteous. I don't think he. I don't think he necessarily knows exactly what love is, but I don't think that's cringeworthy. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Yeah, fucking Forrest Gump knew it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Forrest Gump knows that Andy Bernard should know it. No, Andy Bernard is an entitled self. You know who doesn't know it? Kevin. There's a cringeworthy dude. Andy Bernard is an entitled, self-righteous little cunt. That's it. That's it. All of his actions come from a self-centered, rich boy place of I want to get what I want and don't want to work that hard for it. He sucks. He worked his ass off to get to, like, first base with Angela, which was just, like, holding hands. That's cringeworthy. The whole thing was cringeworthy. Wasn't funny. Cringeworthy. And then when he came back, he lost Aaron. Aaron dumped him for good reason. He brings in Aaron's old old boyfriend, Gabe, who is actually another good reason. Let's talk about... Let's talk about Chris. No, but I laugh dudes. at everything Gabe does. Aaron could Aaron could not stand. I see I don't laugh at Gabe at Gabe's all. Gabe's hilarious. Aaron could not stand Gabe because in her mind he was cringeworthy. Oh, I uh, I remember when biceps were all the rage. <laughs> Let's talk about this one. Blush. Andy Bernard. My favorite, my favorite Gabe line was blush. <laughs> Gabe, just that actor's hilarious. He's really funny in Silicon Valley, too. Yeah, he's funny in a lot of Andy things. Bernard ripped his scrotum, and instead of calling the ambulance, he goes and gets Pam to bring him to the hospital on her wedding night. Yeah. Not funny, just cringeworthy. You're an asshole, dude. You're a piece of shit. I didn't... Cr- you, no one cringed at that. That wasn't... The whole time, no one was you're just like, going, oh, my God, it's Pam's wedding night. Uh, other than Pam's Pam was driving doing, him that, to the hospital. That was just that was just another thing in a laundry list of things Pam was doing on her Pam's wedding driving night. to the hospital. Have. and He goes, can you watch the bumps? I have something going on here. And you your reaction was not to laugh at that. Your reaction was, fuck you, Andy. And then Pam hit a bump and you went, you clap for Pam. You didn't laugh at that. No, I'm not laughing. at The point is, I'm not laughing at a lot of the things that Andy is doing. I'm going. Fuck you, dude. You're a you're an asshole. 
That's my internal reaction to that. Not Creed, who in reality, what he's doing is illegal and terrible. Same as Meredith. Kevin Malone should never have a job in an accountant, of course, but Kevin Malone's my favorite character in the show. He makes me laugh like with every single <laughs> thing cool. he says. That's a Kevin. <laughs> every single thing Kevin says makes me laugh. Oscar could go on how- the cringeworthy when he's cheating on the with the senator the whole time. He could go up there. That's not cringeworthy. It's not funny. The senator was gay all along. Of course. He was in love with Oscar. The only person that rivals Andy Bernard as cringeworthy when you watch it is Michael Scott. Oh. Because they build in these scenes they, from they're Michael. They're all equally cringeworthy oh. in their own respect. No, you're, no, you're wrong. You're not, you're not seeing it the right way. You're, you're not seeing it the right way. When you're watching it, you're either laughing or I'm you're telling not. You, I asked like 10 different people this question. I got like eight different answers. Yeah, they're all dumb, too. Oh, you're dumb. I'm not dumb. When you're watching it, you're if if you're laughing, then it's not cringeworthy. That's the whole point. If you're watching it, I didn't laugh at everything that Creed said because it happens so fast. You don't. But you're not cringing. You're not uncomfortable. No, it's literally my only reaction was the mung beans. No, you're you fucking didn't do that. That's bullshit. You're just lying. You're just coming up with some bullshit excuse. Like the whole the whole uh, Creed Brad is not a cringe thing with the. The Mickey Mouse sucking a dick or whatever or some shit, whatever it the was. What? It's Creed's fault. Um, when they had that recall on the paper because Creed didn't. Dude, that's not cringeworthy. You're reaching either. Like, this is another example of, of tart where you don't understand the definition or you're reaching. That's not the point. When you're watching the television show, you're either no response, laughing, or going, fuck, like, no. I, th- ugh, 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 fuck this, no. That's Andy Bernard, and it's also Michael Scott to an extent. But what? But right. the what the character Michael Scott has? Then I'll say Jan. Fine, Jan. Yeah, Jan's up there too. She's cringe. Definitely, she's in love with that fucking hunter guy. Definitely, <laughs> the things Jan, <laughs> whatever, the things Jan does does not make you laugh. Fine. They make you go, ugh. ugh. That's Andy Bernard's yeah. whole fucking existence. That's Jan's whole existence. Well, she doesn't have the run. She doesn't point. have the run, and she doesn't have the most. And she doesn't have. Are you the kidding extent. me? She's been. She was in the show just almost as long as Andy. Incorrect. I don't wrong. know. So first of all, that's wrong. But either way, Jan was there seasons one through? They gave Andy five? Bernard the fucking top billing essentially for the last two seasons. He took over Michael Scott, and he sucked. That whole time, that whole character sucked. Can we just he say how bad Will Ferrell was? It's a good thing they got rid no of him. Wait, D'Angelo Vickers made me laugh. No way. The whole, even the introduction was terrible. What? Hey, I'm at the bar. Where are you at? I'm waiting. I, I'm here. I've been at the bar. Oh, we've been talking to each other for this for the last hour. Yeah, that's funny. Really? My, Will Ferrell. That's not funny. That's cringeworthy. D'Angelo Vickers, cringeworthy. Nah. D'Angelo Vickers is funny. My, Will Ferrell is funny. Doesn't like Will Ferrell is one of the guys. He's Chris Farley. I don't like Will Ferrell. I don't like Will Ferrell as much as most. Well, there you go. That's proud. Let's put that on in a future episode. There you go. That's another Star Wars take. Will Ferrell is not funny. Will Ferrell is Chris Farley. Mm -hmm. Like everything he does, whether he wants to be funny or not, is funny. That's just like that's he just has that. Steve Carell has it too. Like you just look at him like you're being funny. Do you think? Do you think at his core, Andy Bernard was a bad person? No, I don't at all. Why? He wanted people to like him. He wanted to do good so other people would like Hitler him. Hitler wanted people to like him. I don't I don't think it's I'm not gonna even 
No. Let's just say that. Trump wants people to uh, like him. Does he? I don't think he gives a fuck. Oh. He does for votes, but I don't think he gives a I fuck. I think that's his sole motivation is for people to like him. I th- okay, strike that. Andy wants everybody to like him. Okay, so then... So if you want someone to like you, that gives you the excuse to act in any way that you want. Yeah. You know, when Andy didn't act on his own behalf, when he first got the position as manager and Robert California created that list, the left side versus the right side. Yeah. And Andy stood up for every single person that was on the left side or whatever. I don't know if it was left or right but the loser side and said, Hey, you're wrong. This person is not a loser because they did this. This person is not a loser. They did that. And in the end, what happened? Robert California moved Andy's name from the loser list to the winner list. Then what do you do? Earned the respect of the people that worked under him. That's what he did that night when they all left and they all tapped Andy on the shoulder and said, good night, Andy. That was Andy being Andy. Yeah. Every blind squirrel finds a nut. Whatever. Fine. He's a he's a bad dude. He's a bad self centered dude. dude. Trying to get that when he took everybody to Gettysburg. Sure. Nobody wanted to go to Gettysburg. You're right. He's misguided, and I said that he's misguided in a in a sense because he's misguided. But people to go there to he wants he wanted to. He wants to inspire people. No. He wants people to like no. him. He wants that whole trip was him trying to create work hard. create an aura around himself as the leader that people needed to follow. Again, that was a self-righteous move. That was a self-righteous move. No. That wasn't bonding because no. people didn't want to go and he made him go anyway. That wasn't a bond. It was because people were wearing that stupid DM does G. Again, that was another hat. that was another Jim Halpert rile the troops to prop up our manager because he's a weakling self-centered weakling so let's do what he wants us to do even though he's crying in the corner again and daryl was right next to him saying the exact same yeah, thing because jim saying, and daryl are normal human beings that center the show that center the whole show those are yeah, normal people andrew bernard's not a normal person he's a bad person He's a bad he's person. A bad person. And he's he differentiates not a bad himself person. from michael scott because michael scott actually knows right and wrong and sacrifices. Michael himself. Scott doesn't know right from wrong. He prevented Jim from getting his goddamn promotion. Jim got the promotion. They co-managed. After Andy, after Andy said, "Hey, yeah, I uh, uh, or after after Michael, not Andy, after Michael Scott said, "Oh uh, yeah, I want to change what I said." Yeah, Michael was worried about losing his job. I'd have fucking. But then he turned I around. Never would have. Then he turned around and did Michael the right Scott thing. He did you that. know what Andy Murray did when he. When he got dumped by Aaron because he left for three months, it was a selfish prick. When Aaron dumped him, he didn't do the right thing and helped her out find love. He brought the exes into the office and made him suffer because all he thinks about is himself. No, because he had the power and he was wrong in that Yeah, sense. he wanted to show yeah. daddy that I got the power now. Look at me, daddy. Look at me, daddy. Love me, daddy. Get the fuck over it, you pussy. You coward. Cowardness is cringeworthy. That's not all he was. Of course it is. You suck, Andy. (laughs) 
I'm not even making that up. I fucking hate that guy. You suck, Anthony. I watched. I was, it, it like. I really don't like Robert California. He's either. a bad character, but he doesn't make me like hate him. It just is whatever. When I texted you that day, uh, I was watching like season nine. I was like, it, yeah. "Fuck this guy!" <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You're gonna do what? Yeah. Andy does a lot of shitty things, but I don't. I don't think he's actually a bad guy. No, that you you pile up. You pile up enough of those shitty things. When your motivation is simply so other people like you or your daddy likes you, you're not com- your motivation is not. But how hard. is that different from from Meredith who wants to make money because and sells her body to make because money? Because she's not a main character. There's not enough. There's not enough runway there. It, she's she's a fucking tagline. She's a tagline. The thing that real she's in it for long, probably more episodes than Andy. It doesn't matter. She doesn't have the screen time or the lines or the storyline. Like she's got a lot of money though. <laughs> Andy Renard. Wait, you were gonna say Chris? Who's Chris? Uh, uh, Steve. It was a C and an S, and it didn't work. Uh, if Steve Carell went all nine seasons and Andy Bernard didn't have that type of run then Steve Carell like then he's the most cringeworthy person like in those no. like ep, like Michael Scott in the first two seasons, seasons two and three is like there's some scenes with Michael Scott that's unbearable because it's so uh, second degree embarrassment uh, he buys his condo and he's like trying to like it's that's yeah ugly. like that's cringeworthy uh, then he uh, but then he dates like Pam's mom that's it's cringeworthy, mind, but it's also like I'm giggling it on half and like, oh, yeah. on the other with Andy Bernard. I'm never giggling. I just fucking hate the guy.